welcome to the Wild Work Podcast. In today's episode, we will be talking with Will O'Halloran, who is the team leader at Wild Work. Will, it's great to have you on. Thanks, Karen. Pleasure. So I have a couple of questions that um, I would love to ask you. One of the things we often ask people on this podcast is about their own personal nature, relationship with nature. Would you like to tell us a bit about yours? Absolutely. And I'm delighted to be asked that question because I think it's really important, not just my relationship with nature, but everybody's relationship with nature. And I do think about this quite a bit. I've been asked the question before, but one of the things that I think back on uh, in my childhood is I remember one day we were driving to school. My my mom was driving me to school. I might have been about six or seven years old. And we were coming down the hill and I looked across the valley and there was this woodland a scrubby woodland I didn't know the word scrub at the time but it was after being clear felled by the landowners across the way and straight away I was very concerned and wondering why was that done and the thing about that's interesting is that I still to this day haven't been been able to figure out why I was actually concerned or why I thought it was an issue but something in me cared about that so I asked my mom, like, would she look into what they were doing and why they did it? And in fairness to my mother, she actually spoke to the people and she asked them. And they said that uh, the, the woody area was after getting a bit kind of overgrown and not, too, uh, in, not in such a good condition and they wanted to clean it up and plant new trees. And when that expla- explanation was given to me, that made a lot of sense at the time. Now today, of course, that doesn't make sense. That was a valuable old... Uh, habitat, but to me, clearing something that wasn't supposed to be that good and planting new trees was great, so I was satisfied with it. So I guess that everywhere I went in the landscape, I was always tuned in to what was around me, whether I knew what it was called or not, and was very interested in nature, adventure, exploration. I was quite inquisitive about the natural world. And I guess I was one of those people in Islam today, really, who I kind of follow what I'm interested in and, and do what I do. People might say, oh, it's great to do what you love doing. And I'm like, well, just go with that and maybe you'll get to do it someday. Um, so when I was in uh, doing my leaving cert, I didn't really want to go to college. Didn't know what I was going to do with myself. I wasn't too concerned either, you know, just like any person that's 16 or 17 years old. But I saw uh, in the CAO handbook, which is this thing where you can see what can you do in college when you're in school in Ireland, that it was said, do you want to be an adventure sports leader? I was like, geez, that sounds pretty interesting. Take people outside, up mountains, so I was like, geez, I didn't know you could do that as a job. Yeah, sold, I'll go do that. So I ended up doing a course in college called Outdoor Education, where you learned all about adventure sports, but also education and working with people and we learned quite a lot about the natural landscape because if you were going to take people in the mountains or be a tour guide or whatever, it's nice to have some knowledge of the locality, whether that's through its archaeology or what nature is there or so on. So as you could imagine, for all people who did that course, they were immersed in the Irish landscape and that done a lot of things for my own relationship with nature again. And one of the things I learned there was to do with the impacts that I had as a person on the natural landscape. All along it had just been this real fun playground for me to do what I wanted within. But 
that college experience shaped me towards realising that I'm a person within this landscape and other people are and that we can do either good for it or bad for it. And as time progressed by and I worked with people, the nature thing was something I was hugely interested in. And eventually I ended up going to college to learn more, specialise in nature and ecology and so on. But everywhere I went, whatever I'd done, I was a bit like that young kid who was tuned into the landscape, looking at what trees were around animals and just very interested in it and interested in its welfare, I suppose. And eventually, that's actually, to put it quite simply, is what led to me being involved with the Wild Work Initiative. That's lovely. And I'm so glad you mentioned the Wild Work Initiative because I think this is a great time to ask you just simply, what is Wild Work? Well, going back on what I just said, I'm not the only person that thinks in that way or behaves in that way. And we often give people a lot of... um, we give out about ourselves a lot and say people are terrible, we're destroying the planet, we're killing all these species, we're doing yada yada. But really, there's a hell of a lot of people that I know who care about nature. And working with CCAD Partnership, who's involved in local community development, we would have worked with a lot of community-based organisations who were really enthusiastic about trying to help bees or trying to tackle invasive species issues like Japanese knotweed or who wanted to develop a trail in their local woodland and put up bat boxes. And so we saw that there was this huge enthusiasm within community to try and help nature. But of course, like anything, you can only help something if you do the right thing. Sometimes you mightn't help it at all. So there was, there was a need to respond to the enthusiasm in community to help nature and a need to help people to help nature. So while work helps people to help nature to help people. And the first part of our slogan, helping people help nature, that's what it's doing. We're helping people to implement action on the ground to help nature, whether that's birds, bats, bees, butterflies, or whatever. The other part of it is that when we help nature, we are helping ourselves. Yeah, you might think that's obvious, of course, because you know, nature gives us food, gives us water, gives us clean air. Yeah, gives us pretty landscapes to look at, gives us the clothes on our back. But the other thing that it gives us is it gives us a sound, healthy body and a sense of well-being. And especially if we behave like in a natural way, like humans have always done throughout the years, where we are out in the natural landscapes doing things together, now whether that's sitting around a campfire or whether it's sowing a wildflower meadow or picking up litter, there's a societal, beneficial, psychological thing in that. So Wildwork is quite interested in the health and well-being aspect of what we do as well. So we're helping people to help nature to help people. So we do. So when you are applying the Wildwork philosophy to the people that you're working with, what are the kind of outcomes that you see for people and organisations who have already engaged with Wildwork? Well, I think there's one thing that stands out, and that's whether... This is working with a local community group or with a school or with a company or with farmers, whoever it might be that we're working with. What I've noticed is that when you go out there and you ask people would they like to avail of this service, they're like, yeah, we'd love to do that. And when people engage in this, they get 
happy and excited and really enthusiastic to be able to help nature and I think that's an amazing thing we, we've seen it here in CCAD where we work with our colleagues that people get really excited and tune in with each other and have the conversation and chat about the bees that were flying into the reception or the flowers that are growing outside and it, it really is doing that thing especially for say companies if you want to make your workplace a more vibrant fun enjoyable healthier place to work well try and learn what nature you have at your premises and see what you can do to help it and get your staff involved in it and the outcome will be that everyone will be much happier and more interested and excited in the place that they work and I think that's the biggest outcome and the same applies in a school or in a woods where the local tidy towns is trying to help bats or wherever that might be yeah absolutely so could you talk a little bit more about how you think wild work benefits nature and society? Well, the thing is, we're in 2019 now, and there's some quite serious issues out there. There is. People are talking about, we've got 12 years to save the planet, because climate change is going to race out of control, unless we do so. Or we're looking at ecosystems that are on the verge of collapse throughout Ireland, throughout the world. And that's, if you dwell on those thoughts for a minute and think about them, that's not very good. But the thing about, if we call them scary things, the thing about that sort of stuff is they are scary things and they're quite off-putting. And often all we're able to do as a society is some of us ignore that stuff and pretend like that's not really happening and more of us are out there protesting and saying you have to do this and do that and we should stop this and stop that and stop the other and it's like on once you've got two different extremes the side of people maybe who don't care or the other side people who are overly passionate and maybe one might jar with the other but what wild work does is it brings everyone together and it's not about looking at what's wrong with nature it's about celebrating nature and about learning how amazing it is because ultimately, and this is my opinion, but I think I share this with a lot of other people, that a lot of the problems we're causing in the natural world and causing it to ourselves in society, it's true, a lack of connection with nature, that we've lost our sense of understanding of what we're doing to the natural world. And a lot of time we talk about issues like the ones I've mentioned, biodiversity loss and climate change, we see them as planetary problems that, well, I can't do anything about, or it doesn't relate to me because, you know, Cork isn't in the planet. China's in the planet or America or wherever else. Whereas what the wild work does is it brings the focus of what we're doing to what's right here on our doorstep. Through place-based education, learn about what's around you. And what's great is that it gives people an unbelievable uh, sense of positivity that they can make a difference and that they can do something and they can help nature. Because if you wanted to try and improve the lives of butterflies and caratool, that's very achievable and you can have a huge success. So wild work actually gets practical, gets real, focuses on where the issue is and it pulls everyone together that's involved, whether that's the local authority or politicians or local community group or businesses or the farmers or whoever they are. We pull everyone together, inspire them about what can be done and we help them to do it and we get it done. And that's making a difference on the ground, getting stuff implemented. And I think that's going to be a huge benefit to nature. 
especially when it'll leave down the line the impacts of the sort of education stuff we're doing you'd like to think that further down the line many years from now there'll be no need for an initiative like wild work because everyone will be a wild worker I think yes that, that what you've hit on there is really important and it's a unique and very important place that wild work occupies being having positive and practical impacts and I think that kind of positivity is really what we need going forward now so we'll thank you so much for having um, a chat with us today and talking to us about wild work it was really great to hear from you so just to end off is there anything else you would like to add yeah I would um, I would like to say thanks to everyone who is involved with wild work who has been who, t- who continues to be Wild Work is a not-for-profit initiative, and in order for it to be able to sustain itself, people have to buy into it. They pay us for our services. So we have customers out there who are supporting Wild Work, and we really value the support everyone is giving. I know that people value what Wild Work does for people as well, but really, if it wasn't for the companies out there and the farmers and the schools and, the, and academia and the likes of CCAD partnership and other people, then Wildrock wouldn't be where it is. And it's really important. And we'd just like to say thanks again to everyone involved. We really appreciate it. Great. Thank you so much, Wildrock.